Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The other news we brought you when we started today was that Tony Cochran is going to end his tenure as the chairman of the Gold Coast Suns. He'll do so after round one. It's been a busy morning telling staff and players and now joining me on the line. Tony, uh, congratulations. Welcome back to the program. Hey, thank you very much, Jared. It's very kind of you to say. How did you go with the, the emotions of the day? Um... Yeah, look, it's been actually a very tough two or three days, if I'm going to be truthful, Um, because, you know, I don't think uh, you have to be Einstein to work out, but I absolutely love this club. I love everything we stand for. I love how we're building a great AFL club on the Gold Coast and how we're building AFL in Queensland. And all those things are equally as important to me. And um, so, yeah, it was, it, was, um, it was pretty emotional and I was sort of holding it together reasonably well until my son, who's working in Canada in the snowfields at the moment, sent me a most wonderful email last night about what it meant for him to be around me at the Suns and uh, that brought me undone in big, big lumps, I have to be honest. Why now, Tony? Why is now the right time to depart? Oh, gosh, Jared! you know, these things are never, ever set in stone and they're never, ever easy. Um, so several things, really. Uh, number one, um, I, and this is just me, everybody's different, but um, when you're in an honorary role, I, I give it 120%. And I've been doing that now for, it's heading towards 10 years. And um, the particular first half dozen years of that was, very, very tough uh, emotionally. Um, and I'm a great believer in that I think that if you're on an honorary board, for me, in any case, and uh, as I said, others are different, others are better at, at it, but I reckon eight to ten years is about the right tenure. I think that um, good leadership is about being able to hand on uh, when things are really stable not trying to hang on to, you know, you get a, in, in our particular case, you, you get to play finals or you get to win a premiership or something like that. And, and I'm, I'm really conscious of the fact that I think great footy clubs have people that have my role and we're just custodians. And you, you, you take this role from somebody who's done a very good job trying to build it up. You take it and you hold it for a number of years as a new custodian and you do your best and you try and build it forward and you hand it on to the next person and then they keep it going and building it forward. And I'm a great believer in that sort of momentum. Um, And I I just, I, I I really had to weigh all of that up and I decided we're just in such a very strong, stable, environment now right across our club whether you look at the playing group whether you look at the staff whether you look at our finances our growth in membership um, our facilities here now on the Gold Coast um, our our Gold Coast supporter base our our extraordinary academy zones in North Queensland and Darwin 
you know, we are in a really, really good spot. And I thought, you know, now it, now's, the, now's the time. Tony, in what you've described there, so I said off the top, you've been a glorious agitator and a, and a fierce defender, and both have been welcome for the most part. For what was set up and what you came to early, has it been a fight, if not for the very existence of the club, then for the legitimacy of the club? Oh, you know, in hindsight, both. Um, I, I worked out really early in the piece. I think I only got two days before uh, some journalist or somebody had a real fair dink and crack at the Gold Coast Football Club. And I thought, you know, I, I'm, I'm just going to have to be a strong voice. I'm, I'm going to have to hold the line. I'm going to have to give the Gold Coast Football Club a real legitimacy by uh, my voice and, and make people realise if you want to have a crack at us, you better be accurate because I'm really going to have a crack back. I'm not going to let you have a free kick. And um, I, I knew what was possible here. I, I, you know, we, we were really struggling in those early days when we were still in demountable buildings and we had all the issues of the, of the Oval. Um, and um, so it, 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 was, it, was, it was a hard gig, to be honest. I've done some hard gigs in my life, but this one was right up there. Um, but, you know, I love the place. I'm so passionate about... Well, I'm passionate about AFL full stop. You know, I think it's the greatest game in the world, um, our Indigenous game. We've got so much to be so proud of. Um, so, you know, uh, with me, the passion kind of rises to the top and away I go. And, you know, you've got to be a pretty good man to get in my path and say stop. Yep, yep. Why Why do you love... Why did you come to love the Suns, Tony? Is It, it is a... It's a it's a construct. It, it starts from nothingness. How does a, a man who, well, you you know the sporting world pretty well. Is how did they grab your heart? Well, it's it's sort of a, a life story a bit for me. I, I kind of um, grew up in Adelaide. I grew um, two really good Bob Shearman stab passes um, from the Unley Oval, and I was a mad keen Sturt man from uh, the age of I'd say four or five. Um, and I, I, you know, in lots of respects, it was a very successful era that uh, I came into at Sturt. We, it wasn't when I first was a supporter. We couldn't beat anybody. But under the great Jack Odie, um, we found um, our heart and we turned into a really excellent football club. Uh, when we were in five premierships back-to-back, probably should have won six, lost one by three points uh, to Port Adelaide. And... Um, I, I, when when uh, a group of people and you know, there was a few involved in it, certainly John Wither, certainly um, um, Andrew Demetrio and, and uh, Mike Fitzpatrick um, sort of leaned on me after I got out of V8 supercar to would I come and help the Suns a bit commercially because they were in a little bit of commercial trouble, is an understatement of the year. Yes. Um, uh, and I, I really just felt initially that, because I was probably, I had a soft spot for Brisbane. Um, that was the team I was sort of following. And uh, I, I just felt that, um, you know, I've got to, I really do have to give back to this great game because it gave me so much as a young man at Sturt. And I, and I just felt uh, here was an opportunity to give back. You know, in life you don't often get an opportunity to give back. And I was being presented that opportunity. So I, I jumped into it, and I don't do anything half-baked, so I 
literally overnight, I cleansed myself of barracking for anybody other than the Gold Coast Suns, and uh, yep. I became a 1,000% devotee. Were there, I don't know whether you're free to say it now, Tony, or whether it's a conversation for further down the track, but were there inherent flaws in the way that the club was set up that have taken you a decade, essentially, to overcome? Yeah, the answer, of course, is yes. But you have to, you have to qualify the yes. Nobody, nobody, whether it's the AFL, whether it's the Gold Coast City Council, whether it's the Queensland Government or whoever it may be, the Commission, nobody went out of their way to set it up in a manner that it would fail. But because it was such new ground, because it was done relatively quickly um, off the back of really what just seemed like a good idea, there were a number of things that just weren't done in the best manner. And um, so I, I, I don't look back at that with any malice or any problem. Um, my attitude to that was, well, let's get in and fix it. Let's just get this place right. Let's get us out of portable Atco huts. Let's get us out of a, a tin shed of a gym. Let's get us, you know, into a proper ground. Let's get us a proper TNA centre. Let's get us a proper secondary training ground. Um, to, to me, that was just the step you had to take. It was no point in standing around and complaining that things weren't good or things weren't right. Um, as I said, people had made decisions with the best will and intent. Uh, they weren't decisions that were made out of any form of malice or stupidity. They were just decisions made in one particular direction and we had to correct some of those directions. And I'd say, you know what, what we don't know today, um, but I'd say every football club in Australia had their real difficulties in their formative years. It just so happens that most of our AFL teams go back so far now that we forget those times. I mean, I make the joke at uh, president's meetings and at um, uh, Suns chairman's club um, lunches or dinners before games that uh, when we hit 20,000 members, I remind everybody that it took Collingwood nearly 70 years to get to 20,000 members. Um, now, I know that's a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but I think the expectation... Um, that's been put on both the Suns and the Giants, to some degree is, has been unrealistic and, and it doesn't truly reflect. Again, you know, I think it took Hawthorne some 40 years to play finals. So you've got, you've got, you do have to look at history a bit and you do have to realise that particularly up here in Queensland, we really were starting with a brand new piece of paper. There was not much on the paper uh, when we started. And the progress over the last 10 years in Queensland, in AFL circles, has been enormous, way beyond my expectation, by the way. So, you know, again, people are very quick to criticise and judge the AFL commission and the AFL management. But, you know, I can only draw on my experience with both those groups. And I find that, you know, I find a very passionate, a very strong, a very well-balanced group that have one primary interest in mind, and that is to grow our great Indigenous game in every nook and cranny of Australia. With that history that you've recounted, Tony, and, and we will miss that stirring, I'm, I'm certain of that, is, are you a little bit unfulfilled to leave before the team makes the finals for the first time? Oh, of course, of course. But you see, if you... See, that gets back to me as a person. If you hang around 
and I'll, I'll just stay here until we make finals or until we you know, make a grand final or until we win a grand final or whatever, then you're doing that as an individual. You're not thinking of the greater good of the club. You're not thinking of renewal and you're not thinking of how do we best progress forward as an organisation. You're, you're suddenly thinking of, oh, what's good for Tony Cochran? And the moment you start to think like that, you know, you're failing in this role. You go and find another role because you'd be failing. And, and um, you know, I, that, that doesn't cross my mind in that regard. It crosses my mind every waking moment that I deeply hope we make finals this year. And I'll be there being as loud and obnoxious a supporter as I can be, barracking my um, end off. Um, because that, that, that's, that's kind of just me. That's just who I am. I, I, don't, I don't think... The moment you start to think this is all about you and not about the footy club, then I'm sorry, that's going to be a recipe for disaster. Who will you most miss bluing with? Tony, you would have had some good blues through the years. Well, Jared, I find it all quite strange that people want to argue with me because I'm usually right. But um, <laughs> uh, every so often somebody does have a different point of view and, and forces it on me fairly strongly and... and, and We've had some great presidents' meetings where Jeff Ken and I have gone neck to neck, and um, you know we've had some great meetings where um, I've been pretty strong and forthright in my opinion of things, and, and others have been equally as forthright in, in their things. But I, I have to say, for the main part, all of those debates have been pretty um, civilized, and um, you know um, I think it's a healthy thing for people to have strong debate and for people to have a passionate position. You know, I, I think if I can use as an example of recent times, I think my passion and strong position on Tasmania actually helped shape the uh, program into something that's far more workable than the initial one put forward. Um, because I think people after a period of time, and I think, you know, some of the presidents around that table came to the conclusion, you know, perhaps we've got to listen to this guy a bit because he has done those hard yards in a very difficult environment. It, he does know what he's talking about. He 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 does have a he does have a fair point here that's that's worth taking on board. So you know, um, and, and I'm not a shrinking violet. I don't, don't think anybody puts me in that category. Um, so you know, if, if I if I'm strong on something, I, I'll stay strong on something. But I would also like to think at all times I've had the best interest of, firstly, my club at heart, first and foremost. But more importantly, the whole AFL industry at heart. As I said. We're so fortunate. It's our great Indigenous game. I couldn't give a hoot whether it becomes popular in China or uh, Fu Manchu or, or Vietnam or Western um, California. What's important to me, it becomes and stays the number one game in Australia and, and that um, we give young men and women a real chance to get out and do things out in the open lifestyle and maintain fitness and, and you know, all the good things that come out of sport generally, but and certainly... Our game provides all of those things in spades. And, you know, that, that's, that's a really important legacy of our great game. You've been a great servant of it, Tony, up on the Gold Coast. So thanks for that. Um, great, glorious agitator, fearsome defender. Well done on what you've done there. And we look forward to seeing you off around round one. Yeah, round one. Just an easy win against Cindy up here at Metricon <laughs> would, be, would be a very nice piece of coffee on the cake. Good stuff. Tony Cochran, outgoing chairman of the Gold Coast Suns.